I want me some glory hope. The Football Glory Hole Podcast. We're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, or on iHeartRadio. We thank each and every Glory Hole seeker for tuning in this week. I am your host, Bo Stevenson. I'm joined as always. I actually, we're live this week at Chop House Live. That's way too many lives, but Chop House Live in Roanoke <laughs> with my good buddy, as always, Longhorn. Longhorn, what's up, buddy? All right, Bo Stevenson. Here we go. We went 20 and 13 last week. Seven units up, yada, yada, yada. People expect that out of us. That's not the story. The story is we are at the Chop Shop Live here in Roanoke. This place is beautiful and has a huge outdoor live music venue, a great staff serving cold beer and food that that will fill you up. So, you know, there's TVs everywhere, but I think the hidden gem of this place, buddy, actually is all the gorgeous ladies that walk through here week after we the ladies and i gotta tell you buddy you know as you know i live right up the road so my question to you is how long until i find my future ex-wife i mean you're pretty good at it i'd say <laughs> i'm a pro you're definitely the pro of finding the future ex mrs mock that is for sure and for certain please don't use my last name sorry uh what are you up to about a baker's dozen there on the uh, old divorce apartment? Well, let's let's just uh, let's avoid all that. Now, here at the FGH, <laughs> our brand is the funny and the money, and I can guarantee you that nobody in our industry is delivering the information on these games and these teams like we do. We have a very unwoke and politically incorrect way of bringing our clients and our listeners the winners. And the second thing is the money. Our Four and five year winning percentages speak for themselves and you will not find a better track record in our industry than you do here at FGH. So thank you to everyone who has helped grow this brand and to our loyal seekers out there who download us each and every week. Just, just We're gonna keep being authentic, we're gonna keep being raw because if there's one thing people can sniff out both Cephas, it is a fraud and that ain't us. So. FGH is where it is where you can find your podcast and, and on our website, thefootballglory.com. It's fantastic selection of free picks, premium picks, and betting strategies so you can bet football the right way, the winning way, the football glory hole way. Now, with all that business out of the way, welcome, welcome to the world's number one football capping podcast. Bo Cephas, as always, usually on the sports patio, but tonight at the Chop Shop Live in Roanoke. They've got the TVs glowing. Scott and the gang's got the, the beer heavily flowing tonight, and right now it is everybody's unfortunate favorite part of the show. My friend, tell the people all about your horrible, freaking disgusting cow beer hit choice of the week. Well, thank you very much, sir. Sir, tonight that choice is a pumpkin ale. Gross. From Dogfish Brewery in Milton, Delaware. And if it's ever been happening ever in life, it's happened in Milton, Delaware. That's what I can say. Nothing happens in Delaware. Probably not. But this is a very solid beer. I gave it three out of five stars. And it's a 
continuation of our month-long celebration of Oktoberfest and tribute. Now that the month is winding down to an end, we're going to move towards uh, more Halloween origins and a little story time. So, tonight since it's a pumpkin ale, we're going to talk about where did pumpkins come from? Why did we start carving pumpkins for Halloween? Well, that myth actually originated from the Irish, which I believe that you are. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. By a man named Stingy Jack. Now, Stingy Jack wanted a drink very badly, but didn't have the money for it. So apparently he tricked the devil into paying <laughs> for his drink. Okay. Well, the devil didn't like being tricked, but Jack, he, tur- he turned himself to a coin. Jack put that coin actually in his pocket, never paid for the drink, kept the devil in his pocket for a whole year. When he finally did let him out, he only let him on a promise he would not take his soul when he died. Well, Stingy Jack did die when he did. God was like, yeah, we don't want you in heaven, so you can go, you know, to the other place. And the devil's like, yeah, I don't want this guy. So... <laughs> Stingy Jack had to then travel the world with a lump of coal and a potato or something like that. And that's why it was Jack's Lantern, and that's how it came Jack O'Lantern. And we turned potatoes into pumpkins here in America. So that is the story. And how it pertains to us is you being Irish and you don't like to pay for my beer. And, I, you know, I find that stingy as well. So that's what I will say is how it, you know, it, I guess it just it's a tradition for you Irish people. You just are stingy, <laughs> right? You don't want to pay for beer. You don't want to give anybody anything, so guess what? Now you got Jack. Now we have Jack Lanterns because of you. So yeah, good well, job, buddy. I find that interesting since you have a tab open at, at the bar under my name. So that's that's a curious allegedly, take. Yeah. Allegedly, we'll see, we'll see who pays that tab at the end of the night. All right, boys and girls, we're gonna do the podcast. We're gonna go over the good, the bad, and the are you freaking kidding me? We're going to give out free picks right here tonight to get you paid, and we're gonna go over every and I mean every NFL game. This week on the slate, but right now we get, got, have to get paid to do that. Here's this week's sponsor. This week we're sponsored by BetAnySports.eu. I said BetAnySports.eu. It's the only place you can go to bet all sports, just like the name suggests. If you want to put a wager down on who's going to pay that tap in tonight, myself or my buddy Longhorn, you could probably bet that too. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm probably the heavy favorite on that one. Anyway. Yeah. You use our code word GloryHole, you get a 35% sign-up bonus. What does that mean? It means you pause $1,000, you get back $1,350, you take their free money with our picks. You're winning money on top of money on top of money, baby. One more time, it's betanysports.eu, code word GloryHole, betanysports.eu, code word GloryHole. All right. And with that, Longhorn, we're going to go over the good, the bad, and the RU. Freaking kidding me. Clean it up. No, we can't use our normal language in this place. Absolutely not, but... This week, if you're new to the podcast, what we do, we tell you where we were good, we tell you where we were bad, because we always tell ourselves we're going to start with the good, as we always do, and it was us last week, 20 and 13, another seven units piled up, Longhorn. We are rolling, baby. Yeah, it's this time of year that the numbers really start coming together, you know, these, these big brain algorithms that you have over there, they really start paying off this time of year. Um, you know, the first month, it can be tricky, you're, you're kind of... You're using last year's algorithms and numbers to, to try to project to the, to the next year's, and sometimes it's a crapshoot. Well, this time of the year and going forward, you can really rely on the algorithms to produce winners, and boy, are they, and I can't wait for the rest of the year. Absolutely, but now we do have to tell ourselves, as we always do, we did have Duke plus 10.5 last week versus Virginia. Dukey. Uh, Longhorn, they didn't score any points. And it's really hard to win football games or cover them at all if you don't score points. So yeah. well, that was definitely a bad pick by Personally, us. I blame that pick on you. As always, all losers yeah. are your fault. 
All right, moving on to the RU Frankie. And this week, that award goes to the New England Patriots. Oh. Now, Dallas had a 10% chance to win that game in regulation, period. Somehow, somehow they ended up winning, and not only win, they won by more than three in overtime, which very, very rarely happens. Actually, 80% of the time, the team does win by field goal since the new overtime rules were adopted. And, you know, the genius Bill Belichick, he could have just, you know, played it out and let Dallas drive the ball down, kick the field goal win. No, he had to go zero blitz, right? He had to go try to make something happen, and Dak found CD one-on-one, threw the ball up to him, and he made a great catch and touchdown, walk off, and we lose. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, that's a rough one. We're not going to get into the, you know, the tactics of whether it was a good play or a bad play. We disagree a little bit on there, but we'll move on. What's bad to me because it lost us money, but we are going to move on, and we're going to move on to every NFL game. We're going to start Longhorn up in Baltimore where the Ravens are now a consensus six-and-a-half-point home favorite over your Cincinnati Bengals. Man, those Cincinnati Bengals. What is going on with Joe Burrow, backdoor Burrow? He is a gem. He is playing the best football that I think that Cincinnati has had since, uh, what was the lefty's name, Boomer? Oh, Boomer. Bo- oh, Boomer Esiason, you know. Listen, ever since that shirtless smoking cigar pitcher after they after they won the national championship <laughs> where he was out there with his dad bod just not giving a not giving a damn. He he just has a certain swag about him and that that actually trickles down to the rest of the team. Uh, they got something special going on with them. Uh, you know, at, at six, six and a half points if that's what you said. I, I've got to lean to the Bengals here. They're they you know they don't have a signature win yet. They almost had it against Green Bay, and they lost in overtime by three points. That would have been a signature win. This can actually be a signature win for them. I do like them to cover those six-and-a-half points. Now, if you do like them to actually win this game, a little side sprinkle bet that you can do, Cincinnati right now is 9-1, to 10-1 to one to win that division. And if they win this game with Pittsburgh the way they're looking, and of course, um, Cleveland doing doing what they're doing. It's not a bad bet to sprinkle a little Cincinnati plus six and six and a half on this game, plus Cincinnati at the nine to one to ten and one to win that division. So, I'm going to lean to Cincinnati. That's that's my take on here. What do the computers say? The computers are with you. They're on Cincinnati. It's a consensus agreement. So uh, that's definitely the right side to be on analytically. However, one word of caution and a little devil's advocate. So we've been covering the before the buy and after the buy ATS trends in different positions. Baltimore is getting the buy next week. So before their buy, home favorites since 2015 covers 60% of the time. That's where Baltimore lines up in here. Okay. All right. We are going to move on to the football giants. New York football giants. They are hosting those Carolina Panthers, and they are three-point home dogs. Oh, man. What, what a disgusting game. You actually want me to tell the people out here and all of our listeners at home where they should put their hard-earned money on this game. I mean, it's kind of why I, we're here. It is why we're here, but I don't think I can do it because I don't, <laughs> I don't trust Sam Darnold or Danny Dimes. Uh, as a matter of fact, this is the Hello! corner tv game you're gonna need several corners this week by the way because there's a bunch of crap crap games um yeah just too talented but went mentally weak quarterbacks and you just never know what you get and their variance of what they do makes it really hard to handicap danny dimes sucks at home historically and and darnold historically sucks always so 
<laughs> I don't really know what you're supposed to do. If I'm on a forced lean, give me the three points at home with New York. But also, like I said, they're not very good at home uh, uh, as a home team covering spreads. I'm curious to hear what the, what the computers have to say on this one because I'm torn. Yeah, so this is exactly zero point delta, which means there's no value either way. And I think that's where Vegas really wants this game oh, okay. because they don't know what to do with these two teams either at this point. So I really believe that Vegas wants – I mean, they always want 50-50, but they do shade some games that they would prefer action on one side or the other, truth be told. But on this one, they're playing it straight down the middle. I don't see there's, there's any value here on either side at all. You do have to wonder how Danny Dimes' head's holding up after that concussion and the fact that he only had one interception on the year prior to last week and last week he threw three and fumbled so obviously he was not right he was not prepared to go out there and quite frankly i'm actually shocked that joe judge or somebody has been fine or something oh it's it's jason garrett i, was, I wasn't going to bring that up but thank god that you know if, if for cowboys fans out there they don't have jason garrett because that dude played his worst game of the year and he didn't look right. And if you saw the week before, he was stumbling on the field after getting crunched in the head. And if you watch that game, they were calling quarterback sneaks, exposing his head in the game. So once again, Jason Garrett still has no clue what he's doing calling, calling plays. Shocker. All right, Looks moving on. Green Bay. They are hosting the Washington football team and – they were nine-and-a-half-point favorites uh, long when we locked them in. They're down to eight-point favorites now. Yeah, I can't I can't believe the line movement on this one, although, you know, it is the way we are leaning. This is this is truly a pros versus Joes game. Um, it's a situational play and a, and a numbers play for me. All the tickets are coming in on Green Bay. However, all the money is coming in on Washington. And what does that tell you? The Joes are coming in on Green Bay. The pros are coming in on Washington. That's exactly where we're leaning. You know, it's hard to make a good argument for Washington, uh, you know, out, just the way they're playing. The injuries and the poor performance on defense has really killed this team. You keep waiting for it to turn around, but it just doesn't seem to happen, even though I've, I do have faith in the, in the defensive head coach they have, but it just has not happened. So this is absolutely a hold-your-nose bet. Take that huge number and hope that, you know, in the NFL, things like this – you know, usually work out in your favor. As far as Green Bay goes, they have Arizona on deck next Thursday. So that's a situational spot for me. This is a classic letdown spot for Green Bay because they got Washington, a huge favorite that they know they can take care of. They don't need to get margin and beat them by 10. They just need to win the game. And with Arizona on deck next week, um, you know, that Arizona's a home field advantage type threat for them. So Green Bay wants to be at home in the playoffs. Arizona wants to be home in the playoffs. So, you know, all their focus should be on Arizona next week. And I will say this, one last thing before I throw it to you. Green Bay has only won one game all year by 10 or more points. And that was the Detroit game. And they, they were behind at halftime in that game. So be careful on this Green Bay team. They're not quite as good as the public thinks they are. So absolutely, I lean to Washington and the points here. What do the computers say? Yeah, the computers are with you, and I'm with you too. I don't think that you can look at this side any other way. Uh, Green Bay, although they're 5-1 ATS, they only have a cumulative margin. I actually have a cumulative margin of negative four, so they've actually been four points exactly, worse yeah. than Vegas is expecting them to be. So they've got a great record, and they're a good team. But it's nine and a half was way too many points. That's where we betted at earlier in the week. 
It's down to seven and a half at several spots that I see here. If you want to get it to eight, though, you still got eights all over town. So if you like the football team, definitely catch that eight points. And you better do it now because it's falling to seven and a half at several places already. All right, moving on. Tennessee. They're hosting the Kansas City Chiefs and their four and a half point home dogs. Man, down to four and a half points. That what was that at when we got it at? Five and a half. Five and a half. It's already lost a point. It's already lost a point of value. Um, just real quick, Derrick Henry is on pace to rush for over 2,000 yards this season, <laughs> and he's on pace to break. Get this for Cowboys fans. He's on pace to break Emmitt Smith's all-time record by the time he's the age of 34. So he's a machine. He's doing things that you shouldn't be able to do with the amount of carries that he gets year after year. But are you going to bet against a 6'3", 250-pound freight train? I'm not. So with that said, this is just an easy smash spot for Tennessee for me. I, you know, when I wrote this, it was before the number dropped. But I would love to see the number go up to six. Obviously, it's not going to go that way. You can forget that. Throw that right out. Um, you know. KC cannot stop anybody. They're on like a two and a hundred, maybe now three and a hundred ATS <laughs> since they covered last week. But they they can't stop anybody. The back door is open all night long. Um, you know, I will say this. I will say this though. A quick note of caution here. We always talk about how turnovers are a tricky thing. You can't predict them in the NFL. They kind of come and go. Matter of fact, the Dallas Cowboys right now are on one of those lucky turnover streaks. Diggs gets a pick six almost every single week, it seems like. You can't count on that. With Kansas City, they're on the they're on the negative side of that. They actually lead the league in turnovers with 14 right now. And and with that said, they still lead the league in points per drive. So let that sing in for a second. They lead the league in turnovers, but still lead the league in points per drive. So that's scary to think what they can do if they get these this turnover situation figured out and, and, and what they'll do from there. So I do lean to the home dog in those four and a half points, but that is a scary, scary thing if Kansas City can figure that out. Yeah, I'll lean with you. And the thing that makes me feel the best about it, other than the fact that the computers are with us, is the fact that Tennessee can just flat out score the football. The total in this one's 57 and a half. It's went up from 56. Over. Yeah, it's going up a point and a half. So if you can score the football, you can generally hang with Kansas City. And that's the, that's the reason why Washington couldn't last week because they can't score the ball. So. All right, moving on. Miami hosting Atlanta, and they're two-and-a-half-point home dogs. Oh, my God. Well, this is the second Hello Corner TV game. <laughs> Put this over in the corner over there by the restroom, Scott, and there'll be one guy over there on Sunday by himself watching it, probably picking his nose. This is a forced lean for me to Miami at home simply because if they don't get a win soon, Bo Stevens, I seriously think that Flores, the head coach from Miami, is going to murder somebody on the sideline. <laughs> if you see, if you see the look on this dude's face when they when they when the game's over, I mean, he wants to he wants to break someone's neck. Like, and I'm not even kidding. He he literally wants to find someone's neck to break. So just on that alone, and the fact that Atlanta is just not good enough to be a two and a half point favorite on the road. Give me Miami. As a matter of fact, I don't know if we can hit Sounders here on the road. We can't hit Sounders. Uh, our, our technical department just said no. We cannot hit Sounders. But if you could, this is the <laughs> this is a underdog upset of the week. Miami wins this game, and Flores is uh, out of jail for one more week without murdering somebody. Yep, absolutely. So you know, sharps. We bet nasty games in the NFL, and it doesn't get any nastier than betting on a team that's one and five. It's a home dog to a team that's two and three. 
And not only that, we told you last week, Miami's one of the worst teams in the NFL. In fact, we said Jacksonville was going to go beat them and get their first win because Miami was that bad. Well, that also <laughs> gives us all the confidence in the world that our numbers are right on Miami, as bad as they are, and that means that they are the side here. They should not be catching two and a half points at home. Now, Atlanta's one point better in our power rankings, uh, and Miami is five points worse. However, this look-ahead line was at uh, minus three and a half. So, if you're looking at that flip around, this game should not be any more than Miami, maybe a half a point dog to a pick them. So, yeah, we're all over this. We're, one. we're all over Miami and the Dolphins here. All right, moving on. New England, those Patriots, let us down, Patriots. They're seven point home favorites to the New York J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets! Well, both Stevens, do they have three corners in here? Because you're going to need another one because this is another Hello Corner TV game. I'm pretty sure it's a building, so it has four corners. So we're still, we got, yeah, well, we got one left. Maybe put this one in the bathroom. I don't know. Just, <laughs> just don't watch it. It's a gross game. Um, you know, I have no interest in laying down money on this mess, but let me say this before we hear what the computers have to say. You know, you, you talked about Bill Belichick earlier, and we all know he's not as great of a coach as what we thought he was uh, without Tom Brady. And that, that goes without saying. Just like, and that, that's not a knock. That's not a knock because Jimmy Johnson was not as great of a coach without Troy Eggman and Emma Smith. Uh, Andy Reid is a much better coach with Patrick Mahomes than he was, you know, previously. So it's not a knock. However, I did see last week for the first time in a while that Bill Belichick factor in that game in that game against Dallas last week. He almost got them that win single-handedly with a brilliant call against Diggs after he, after they got that interception um, it, right after that pick six, which put Dallas in the lead. They uh, Belichick called that double move right against Diggs immediately. First play out of, out of the kickoff, and it went for a touchdown. Should have at least got the cover, maybe got the win. Point is, he still got a little bit of that Belichick genius in him. Maybe not what he used to, but for that fact alone, and he's going against a rookie quarterback, uh, you know, I, I would be forced to lay the points here at home. You know, until I see it from one of these rookie quarterbacks on the road, I can't go against Belichick in this situation. So, forcing to New England, what did the computer say? Uh, the numbers are split on this one, thank God. But here's something that does support <laughs> your theory. That this is the after-the-buy effect. Away dogs after the buy since 2015 cover the spread at 59% of the time. So, pretty good okay. uh, ATS record there if you're in a weight. In fact, it's the only situation after a buy that you're better than a coin flip since 2015. So that is the spot. All right, moving on. Those LA Rams are now 16 and a half point favorites over your Detroit Lions. Defend uh, your boy, the kneecap. I don't know why every team's got to be my team, but that, <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with that later. So the golden boy quarterback, Goff, returns home here. So, you know, we – we all saw earlier this week Dan Campbell, head coach of the Detroit Lions, called out his quarterback, Goff, and he said that he needs to step up. So, listen, Dan is a big old Texas Aggie boy, okay? So, he likes to bite kneecaps for breakfast and drink a two, two <laughs> pots of coffee. Jerry Goff is a soft-ass California kid, so let's let's just call this what it is. We know that Goff in this situation is going to crumble faster than a Joe, Bad, Joe Biden economy. This is a this is the <laughs> blowout of the weekend. There is no chance 
that that soft California quarterback is going to step up in this situation. The Rams are on a roll. They seem to be blowing out everybody. We don't do blowouts here at FGH. We do not call them. We maybe do this once a year. This is the blowout of the weekend. There is no chance. This isn't a 20-point win for the L.A. Rams strictly on that soft-ass Jerry Goff. Yeah, uh, I could not believe that we didn't have to bet Detroit here because generally when the number gets this high in the NFL, you're always going to have to bet the dog because it's just that's too many points. But they're so bad that we not we don't have to, which I'm thankful for that. Uh, this If you're in a survivor pool, this is your pick. If you've not burned the Rams yet, this is a great week to Absolutely. use them. Uh, they've got a little bit of tougher schedule coming up going forward. So this is a great spot to catch the Rams at. And here's one nugget, though, not to defend Jared Goff, but kind of more of a knock on – not a knock on Stafford, but just showing the correlation through six weeks when the Rams did go to the Super Bowl with Goff, Stafford and Goff's numbers are almost identical to this point. Like uh, QBR, all the advanced stats are almost spot-on identical. So not saying that Stafford's not having a great year. He obviously is, but I am saying that in that year, the first year that McVay really got a hold of golf and took, they took over the league, he's doing the same thing with something that nobody's seen yet. So, good spot still for for the Rams. Well, what I would say is I would be looking to fade the Rams heavy when it comes to the second half of this season. Fair or about, about last third, maybe. All right, moving on to uh, oh, our Las Vegas Raiders, and they're hosting those dirty, dirty. Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> and their three-point home favorites. Oh, those dirty, dirty Eagles! So this is this is a purely matchup handicap for me. It's actually one of my favorite bets of the week. We haven't talked about this much, I don't think, but uh, I'm, I'm all over Philly on this one. Philly is fourth in the league at pass rush efficiency, and Vegas has struggled with injuries and bad play at the offensive line all year. As a matter of fact, they're shuffling offensive linemen now. Their rookie, Leatherwood, they've had to kick him into guard because he sucks so bad. Um, and when you see <laughs> when you see Vegas and Carr struggle to score, it's when they can't get pressure with that front four, and they, and, and they have uh, coverage as uh, that's that sits and looks at sit and coverage. So, and when you've seen Philly look good on defense, it's when they face the offensive line they can take advantage of. So, you know, Lane Johnson is returning for Philly, so they got those two bookend great bookend tackles. If you look at PFF, they've got two of the top five offensive tackles for Philadelphia uh, on the ratings. So. That's going to negate the only thing that Vegas has going for them on defense, which is that pass rush with Max Crosby. If you if you get rid of that, you have a bunch of nobodies sitting there, and and Jalen Hurts in that in that offense should be able to take care of this. Take the three points at uh, take those three points. I don't think you're going to need them. I think Philly actually wins this game outright. We don't have a sounder, but you know. Like the sounder here, Philly, <laughs> Philly's gonna win this win this game. I, I love this pick. I love the three points. I hope the computers back me up, but honestly, on this one, both Stevens, I don't care. Yeah, they're split here. Uh, if you look at the look ahead and line on the preseason number, it was Vegas minus three and a half, so it's barely changed. If you look at our power rankings, Las Vegas is about a point better than our initial pr- projection, but so is Philly. So that makes sense from an analytical standpoint. The big thing for me to watch in this game, and I don't want any action on it personally, but the big thing that I do want to see is how they move forward, Vegas that is, without their de facto offensive coordinator and John Gruden. Obviously, he kind of 
quite infamously stepped down last week. What happened? I didn't. I didn't hear anything. I, we're not, I, I we're must not, have missed that. Yeah, we're not going to get into it right now. But anyway, all right. He's not there anymore. And <laughs> last week it didn't seem to make a difference. But last week Denver turned the ball over four times. So it's hard for a team to win a game. In fact, it's 81% if you win the turnover battle uh, historically that you're going to win that game straight up in the NFL. This week, if Philly doesn't turn the ball over, I kind of like your lean here. And I'm interested to see how far Vegas does fall with Gruden as he gets further and further out of the picture. Did he just retire with health? I, I must have missed this completely. It wasn't like one of those <laughs> Urban Meyer, uh, you know, Jesus told me I need to spend more time with my oh. wife type deals or anything like that. Oh. Uh, it, it wasn't one of those. Mark uh, it under the other category. Other. Yeah, okay. Other. All right, moving on. Tampa Bay, the world champion. Tampa Brady, Buccaneers. They're hosting the Chicago Bears there. Yeah, this is. They're 12-point uh, home favorites. Down to 12. We got it at 13, I believe, in the Supercon. Is it, is it 13 in the Super? Yeah. Okay, so, look, this is strictly a numbers play. I talk about all the time situational or numbers play. That's kind of my role. In this whole uh, situation, we got the we got the big brain com- computers over there that tell us the actual algorithms and, and and predictions. But the numbers are this is just too big, and we talk about all the time having the variance of a rookie quarterback in this situation. And this is the perfect spot. This is the this is the demo for for this type of top uh, of game because he will either go out there and lose by thirty five. Or he will make this a very, very close game to the end. And when you talk about Tampa Bay, a defense that is not good, this is a game that Fields should be able to take advantage of that that weak secondary for Tampa Bay. And not only that, the pass rush for Tampa Bay, it's it's one of their strengths, but they like to get upfield. So with a mobile quarterback that likes to escape the pocket, I think that could actually work against them a little bit, allow him to buy some time outside of the pocket and find those um, patterns underneath. So... I actually lean to that big dog here, this big number. Let's not forget that Chicago beat Tampa Bay last year. So there's got to be some sort of matchup advantage in the trenches or in the you know in the outside that, that leans up for them. If they can hold Tampa Bay to 30 points, I think this is an easy cover for Chicago. If it gets up to that 35-40, then forget about it. You're, you're probably in danger there. If they can hold them to 30, I think Chicago's got the easy cover here. That's my lean. What do the computers say? Yep, the algorithms are with you. At Chicago, like I said, we got it at 12 and a half in the Super, or 13 in the Super Contest. It's down, like I said, 212. It's down to 11 and a half, so it's still falling. It is still falling, and that's because uh, several key players for Tampa Bay have been announced out. Uh, Antonio Brown's not playing. Gronk's not playing. Their middle linebacker's not playing. You got a lot, a lot of injuries coming yeah. in Tampa Bay, and I think that's because they know they can rest those guys and probably walk away with a victory here. And they're probably not wrong on that, but that is going to affect their uh, ability to get margin in this game. So go Bears. <laughs> All right, moving on. Those Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray, the leading MVP, odds on MVP uh, winner right now, if you want to bet that in Vegas, he is the leading odds getter. They are 18-point favorites at home. Oh, to those Houston Texans. Puke. Yeah, this is this is my shortest write-up. This is the actual easy, easiest call. 17 and a half, 18 points for Houston. Are you kidding me? That That's a smash spot for them. This is a no-brainer. Um, same scenario as Green Bay with Washington. Arizona is looking to head to Green Bay next Thursday night. It's a huge game for them. So this is the perfect letdown spot. 
You're catching three points in the NFL. You're catching, you're catching three scores in the NFL. Excuse me. There is no reason for Arizona to to try to push for margin in this game. And, and don't don't kid yourself. To to beat a team by three scores, 21 points, like that takes effort. And no one wants to put that kind of effort in when you've got Green Bay on the horizon on Thursday night. So this is this is an easy call for me. Smash spot for Houston in, the, in that giant NFL number. And one more thing, I'll throw it to you. Uh, Kyler Murray is still nursing that injury. And as a matter of fact, in the last two games since that injury, he's only rushed for seven yards in the last two weeks. That affects that offense because his, his mobility is a huge part of the way Arizona scores. So everything points to Houston and that huge number here for me. Obviously, they're not going to win the game. Uh, but I think they can keep it close enough. Arizona will have little interest to get margin, and Houston's aside for me. What are the computer? Actually, I already know what the computers say. I don't even. I don't even have to ask in the game like this. What, what do they say? Yeah, you know they're they're you know they're all over Houston. These eighteen. Quick uh, side note on that. So uh, it's one of those rare rare times in the NFL where this trend comes about, but it's here now because it's forty-seven and a half. So basically, if you take the dog double the spread, and if it's within. Uh, 11 points of the total, then that's like an 80% cover historically for the dog. So Vegas is not expecting a lot of points. Kind of your point, Arizona's probably going to play this pretty close to the vest. Just get out there with a victory. They have no, no uh, interest in this margin. So love Houston here. Love the 18 points. As much as you can love a terrible, <laughs> terrible football team. Yeah. All right, moving on. Those San Francisco 49ers. They're at home, and they're four-point favorites. Jimmy G is back in the lineup, and they're hosting the Indianapolis Colts. You know, as I look out in the crowd, I see one of the biggest San Francisco 49er fans that, that I've ever known. He's right here in person in front of us. He's even wearing a hat. He's even wearing the ridiculous San Francisco 49ers hat. So he is a true <laughs> blue San Look. I can't fake it for you, buddy. Uh, this is a stay away game for me, and you'll probably agree with a lot of things I say. I found reasons on both sides when I dug into this, Bo Sivas, on why to take each side and why not to take each side. So that's a classic stay away game for me. I'm going to rely on the computers to tell me if there's a side to take or not. You got Jimmy G coming back in this game and a couple of defensive players that might play also for San Francisco. But then also on the other side, you've got Indianapolis is getting Braden Smith and maybe Quentin Nelson back on the offensive line. So this might be the first game all year that they have their entire offensive line intact. Uh, it, you know, but then, but then on the other side, you got Parrish got hurt last week, and so did T.Y. Hilton. So they might be missing a couple of starting wide receivers. T yeah, T.Y. I mean – it, it's 2021, and he played last week, and he made a difference in that game. He might be out this game, you know. So, honestly, this this is a game I, I'm going to stay away from. It's a weird scheduling quirk for Indianapolis. They are on their fourth road game in five games. That has to take a toll on team. So, on a forced lean, just because of that alone, I would lean to San Francisco. I would just have to. I don't like the number at four and a half. It feels a little rich. But on a forced lean, San Francisco – do the computers have a lean? The computers are split. Uh, here's what I'll say. At Circa, you can get San Francisco at the minus three and a half right now. I would like that a lot better than that dead number four. You like the over, sir? Yes. What's the over-under? Well, if Indianapolis 
Yes. Yeah. The total right. The total right now but, sits at forty-three. Sits at forty-three. That's what the total is. So you don't need a lot of points for that to go over. But I think that's a little bit telling on how Vegas thinks this game he, is going. He's to go. doing the the computer work in his oh, brain right now. So okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how long we have for this, <laughs> but like he, he's going to work it out real quick. Is it still the over? Did, did the we're we're burning Union time here. Yes. Burning. Okay, he 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 confirmed over still. All right, we got a pick All from right. the crowd over the forty-three. I hope he plays all of them. Hopefully all of them. Yeah. Still taking the over. Okay. The Thank over. you, all right. sir. All right. So we got the over <laughs> confirmed from the crowd here at Chop Shop Live. In that is not an official FGH pick. That is a uh, that is from the crowd. Yeah. You know what? He might win. He might win. I think he's got a 50-50 chance. You got a 50-50 chance, sir. That, that's that's mathematically correct. <laughs> all right. Uh the uh, the there's only sorry, one game sorry, left on my before, board. Yeah, before the buy, it's home field favorites. Or sorry, if they came off their buy, they're 50-50 on the cover. So oh, okay. the computer says it's a coin flip. That trend since 2015 makes it a coin flip. I think it's a coin flip either way. Not a lot of value here. I would not be betting that game. I might take this guy's advice though and go with the over. We'll see what happens. But we're gonna move on to the last game of the week. It's a Monday Night Football game. <laughs> <laughs> The Seattle Seahawks are home dogs. Four and a half points to New Orleans. Oh, the game of the week. The game that everybody's been waiting for. Geno Smith versus Jameis Winston. <laughs> this is a game This is a game where you gather around all the friends and you bring them <laughs> over and you watch this game. Geno uh, Smith still is in the league and he's playing this he is playing this weekend, and I don't really have a lean on this game, Bo Sivas, personally. No. I hope the computers can lean me in one way or the other, but I want no part of this. Honestly, I think you have two backup quarterbacks, so in that case, um, give me the points on a forced lean. I, you know me. I'm always, I'm always going to take the points in the NFL game if I, have no, um, if I have no lean. So on a forced lean, give me the points, but what do the computers say? Yep, this one is split as well, and... The New Orleans Saints are also on that after the buy trend. They're the way favorites, which since 2015 is 50-50. So I think you got it's a straight up coin flip game. And in a coin flip, I'm always going to take the dog in the NFL because that's just how it works. Last week, favorites went uh, eight, yeah, eight and four, no, nine and four last week oh, in, it's in the payback NFL. Time. Yeah, it's payback time. Vegas took a bath. The public is about to take a whipping this week, and with that. That was all the games in the NFL. So, Longhorn, it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. It's time for those free, I said, free picks of the week, baby. Yeah, and this week I'm going to go with those. I don't know. I doubt we'll put it out as a premium pick, so I'm going to do it here on the podcast. Give me Philly plus three or whatever the best number you got over there that you can find. Give me Philly plus three against Vegas. I actually think they're going to win this game outright. So, the NFL free pick of the week this week is going to be Philly plus three. All right, we're moving on to the college free pick of the week. The college free pick of the week this week is Iowa State minus seven at home versus Oklahoma State. Now, Longhorn, October is my favorite month of the year for so many reasons. As a sports fan, it's the only time you get the NFL, NCAA, uh, NHL, NBA, and the World Series all in the same month. And on top of all that, I love beer, and it's Oktoberfest. 
And Oktoberfest gives the ladies an excuse to wear lederhosen and a low-cut shirt. Yeah. And us beer drinkers an excuse to drink an exorbitant amount of beer <laughs> and eat a lot of meat and look at the ladies in the lederhosen and low-cut mm-hmm. shirt. But on top of all that, what makes October great is it is also Brocktober, baby. It's that magical time every year where Brock Party goes from an average at best college quarterback to an unbelievable money-making superstar. Brock goes from 64% completion percentage to 67%. In October, his yards per game go from 251 to 290. His touchdowns, 19 touchdowns in the month of October, only nine every other month combined in his career. And his record goes from 9-8 to 8-1 in the month of October. And he hasn't faced Kansas in October, so don't think there's some weird scheduling quirk where he just gets to play a cupcake. It's not. And Brocktober is going to roll on this week in Ames. And even though the AP has the Pokes as the number eight team, Vegas obviously is not buying that, and it's for good reason. Iowa State has the 15th-ranked EPA offense in the country, while Oklahoma State has the 73rd. Now, they're both top 25 EPA and defense. That's going to provide both offenses with some trouble. However, this line should be 11 by our numbers. We're getting it at seven. We got four points of value. The public's probably going to be all over Oklahoma State when they see that it's ranked number eight. They're seven-point dogs. It's going to be, again, the weekend of Vegas. So we're going to get ready to make some more Cyclone cash, just like we did when we took them at home versus um, that was Nevada earlier in the year. So let's go Cyclone. Love it. All right, Longhorn. Hit them up with uh, we got people asking for websites and uh, how they get these picks and how you know how they contact us. Yeah, all right, you Seekers. That's going to wrap up another award-winning episode of the Football Glory Hall podcast. We thank each and every one of you who tune in at home. We thank each and every one of you here at the Chop Shop Live in Roanoke. It has been awesome to be here. Um, you know, if you if you like what you hear, come up and talk to us. We'll, we'll buy you a beer. We got we got free shirts. We got free beanies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we give out free picks on our we got we got a lively one here in the crowd. We got a lively one. We give out free picks on our website, on our podcast, and also on our social media. So stop being sports stupid and use them all. But more importantly, sir, sign up for those premium picks at our website, thefootballgloryhole.com, so that we may become partners for life and both Cephas as always in a mostly non-sexual way. People, stop throwing away your heart on money on a guessing game. Let the pros do the heavy lifting. So sign up, tell a friend, and join in on the fun of watching football, drinking beer, and never pay a bookie again. Come on. Never pay a bookie again, baby. That was the Football Glory Hole. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time, and uh, we'll see you next week. Back to the music. Scotty boy.